And when you go ahead and start to clear the clutter in your home and you start to live more minimally, like I said, you are going to have so much more freedom and so much more space, not only in your like actual physical space, but it's going to allow you to have more freedom also like in your mental space, like your head. Hello and welcome to the Hardy Homemaker Podcast. My name is Brienne, your new mom BFF. I'm a wife, mom of two, homemaker, and faith-based entrepreneur passionate about helping mamas beat the overwhelm and find balance in their everyday lives. After years of struggling with depression and being consumed in New Age spirituality, Jesus radically saved me and gave me a new purpose in embracing the role as a mother, wife, and homemaker. Homemaking is so much more than cooking and having a tidy house. It's creating a beautiful, safe, and loving home that sets the foundation for your family to grow. On this podcast, you can expect to hear canned conversations about faith, family, stewarding your home, and sprinkling in some business topics. This podcast is for the homemakers ready and excited to create a beautiful home, not only for our families, but also for our lives. If that's you, you are definitely in the right place. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the Hardy Homemaker Podcast. I'm your host, Brianne, and I am just so excited that you are here today because we're going to talk about the three tips on getting started living more minimally. Now, y'all, living minimally totally rocks. There is so much freedom when things and clutter are not taking up your space. And I do want to preface this episode by saying, once you start living minimally, you might just find it addicting, especially because you don't realize how much you really don't need in order to go ahead and get by. When we downsized from an 1,800 square foot house to an 1,100 square foot apartment for the first time, that was honestly probably one of the best times and memories in my family's lives because we realized that when you live with less, in return, you actually get more. First, you obviously have less to clean up after, right? But more space to not only have in your physical space, but also in your brain. If you look it up on Google, there are actual studies how the stress hormone cortisol spikes in mothers who live in cluttered spaces. There's also studies about how hoarders tend to be more overweight because of all the clutter in their home. So quite literally, your stuff is taking literal space in your brain and affecting you, like rent-free, might I add, when it doesn't have to. And in a material world where it's all about having more and more and more, what would it look like to be content with what God has given you right now and blessed you with and living with less? So the first tip on getting started of living more minimally is to get super crystal clear and realistic on your why, on why you want to be more minimal. What is your why for living more minimally? Is it because you are overstimulated and overwhelmed in the space that you are in? Are you stressed every time you walk in the door because you feel like you're having to clean up after something or someone? Or maybe you just have a lot of stuff that you really need to get rid of. Or is it because you've seen an influencer on Instagram or TikTok who's a minimalist? No shame, no shame. I get so much inspiration from Pinterest, from minimalists. And as a homemaker, part of your role is to create a home that should be safe and fun and happy atmosphere. And how can living minimally help you create that? 
Now that leads us to tip number two on getting started living more minimally is to look around and to see what in your house do you have an excess amount of. Go ahead and make a checklist and take note of what you have an excess of. Do you have maybe an excess of laundry? Maybe you need to go through the clothes and start getting rid of some. Maybe you have an excess of food that you know is expired or you're not going to eat. Either go ahead and trash it or donate cans to a local food bank or food pantry. Maybe you have an excess amount of hair products that you've tried a couple times and didn't work. Maybe you have an excess amount of mail that just keeps piling up on your counter. Can you go ahead and shred it or put it away in the binder? Maybe you have an excess amount of glassware or dishes. Like, do you really need like 20 plates? Or maybe you have an excess amount of kitchen appliances that you've hardly ever used or have never used. Maybe it's time to go ahead and consider getting rid of them. Personal example, total transparency, I have a hard time getting rid of blankets. That is definitely, I don't want to say it's like my guilty pleasure, but I love blankets because they are just so cozy. Buy me a cozy blanket and some popcorn and I'll love you forever. But with that said, recently I had to go through all my blankets because I just had such an abundance of blankets that I thought I needed, but then realized that I haven't even used half of these blankets in a few years. So I ended up going ahead and donating it to like Goodwill. Hey friend, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I wanted to go ahead and hop in super quick and let you know of a free resource I have for you if you struggle with keeping a tidy home and feel overwhelmed by the clutter in your space. Introducing the Clutter-Free Checklist. This free checklist will walk you through every room in your house and help you declutter so that you can have the physical and mental space to be able to play with your kids and create a home you love. To grab the Clutter-Free Checklist, head over to hardyhomemaker.com checklist. The checklist is waiting for you to grab at hardyhomemaker.com checklist or click the link in the episode description to grab your checklist today. Now back to the episode. Now that leads us to tip number three to start to live more minimally is to start clearing the clutter of what's in front of you. So just rip the band-aid right now and start clearing the clutter that's right in front of you. I recommend starting in your bathroom because you have less emotional attachments to the clutter in there. Start by getting rid of the hair products you hardly use or never use. Maybe you have half-open containers of body wash or shampoo and conditioner. Maybe you have old makeup that's just lying around that you know you need to trash it. Just go ahead, rip the band-aid, and trash it. Get rid of it and start there. Another great place to start is your kitchen table or islands and getting rid of the clutter there too. Now, when you are clearing clutter, it's important to remember that everything that you have or own or that you have acquired needs to have a place for it. If it doesn't have a place for it, it's time to consider trashing it or donating it. Now, some examples of cluttered spaces for you to work on. So maybe you have a cluttered area that is a pile of mail on your counter. You can start going through that and shredding the junk mail, shredding the mail that's already been paid, like your bills, and then putting the important mail in a binder. Now, uh, just a little heads up, I got this uh, 
shredder from Amazon Basics. It was only $47. But man, this thing is tiny but mighty. If you're looking for a shredder that's under 50 bucks, literally go to Amazon. Best thing ever. So there's that, <laughs> which leads us to, you know, another example of cluttered spaces. Maybe you have an office table that's overflowing with papers. Maybe get some binders and start organizing those papers or, again, shredding the papers that you no longer need. Um, and then another example of a cluttered space you could work on is toys. And maybe your kids have a ton, a ton, a ton of toys. Do you have a solid organization system to pick up after their toys? And if their toys are overflowing, is there a way that you could go ahead and get rid of the abundance of toys, especially the toys that they don't use? Now, I will say, after going through all my kids' toys, they really don't need that much to play with. And I know it's hard because you want to give them the world, but... There's actually been studies out there that even children get overwhelmed by the clutter of toys. So maybe that's something to look into to go ahead and donate maybe some of the toys that they don't use or donate the toys that are in good condition that's been hardly used or if they're broken, just go ahead and trash it. Now, bonus tip, I like to use the acronym DOG when I'm clearing out the clutter. The D stands for donate it. Who can you bless with the things that you no longer use or need? For instance, maybe you have some clothes that you say that you're totally going to fit in and you said it for the last three years that when you fit in it, you're going to wear it, but it's been like three years. Maybe it's time to go ahead and get rid of it and donate it. The O stands for organize it. So if you own something or acquire something, it should have a place in your home and to be organized. So whatever you have, always make sure that you can actually organize it and put it in a place where it belongs. And the G stands for get rid of it. Trash it. Does it have holes? <laughs> get rid of it. Does it no longer work or is broken? trash it. Just go ahead, rip the band-aid, get rid of it. And like I said, when you go ahead and start to clear the clutter in your home and you start to live more minimally, like I said, you are going to have so much more freedom and so much more space, not only in your like actual physical space, but it's going to allow you to have more freedom also like in your mental space like your head <laughs> so if this episode was super helpful make sure to screenshot this and share on your stories on instagram and tag me at hearty homemaker that way i can go ahead and thank you for listening and also if you are a proud homemaker and you are looking for some cute shirts to wear around the house or out and about Make sure to check out Etsy.com slash shop slash Hardy Homemaker to check out all of our cute shirts and sweaters and tote bags we have available. There are new shirts coming out every single week, so always check to see what new things we have that just came out. So anyways, friend, thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I hope it's blessed you, and until next time, I will chat with you soon. All right, bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Hardy Homemaker podcast. For resources and materials, head over to hardyhomemaker.com. 
If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to screenshot it, share it on your stories on Instagram, and tag me at Hardy Homemaker so I can personally thank you for tuning in. If you feel called to, share the episode with a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. As always, praying for you, your family, and your business. Until next time, I'll chat with you soon.